Well, hello there, lovers. Welcome back to Still Single, hosted by Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. We're three best friends all in our mid-30s. We're navigating love, dating, and the age-old question of when will I meet my soulmate? Sit back, relax, pour yourself a nice glass of Pinot Noir, and join us as we navigate being still single. Today's love story is called The Wild. really just want to blow you both kisses right now <laughs> Do it. just starting with a little kiss of the just a did you catch it nice um welcome back to still single we are uh we're a couple of we're a couple of spicy boys i'd say i'd say we're, we're feeling pretty spicy <laughs> today we just did a little warm-up around the horn <laughs> and oh what was that um first that of Zeus. all we wanted to give a quick uh, shout out and thank you to Maria Shriver and the Sunday paper for uh, promoting still single. That's like, we're on her, what she's listening to list. That's like pretty cool. Snaps to that. Webbs is like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, I was trying to make a joke of, uh, she's like, it, it's in the section of ladies, what to avoid. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah. But I think it's cool. I mean, I think it, it, we're we're entering. You know, t- we're officially in 2023. I feel like still single. Like the community's growing and listenership's growing, and it's just like this is this is our year, boys. Like this is it. This is the year. Still single. Still single. We always feel a little cringe. Um, but first, should we do an update of who? Like, like are we still single? Because sure, Jordan, kick it off. I hate you guys so much. You can always kick it back. You know, it's you. You can't. Uh, I am. So I'm. I'm. I'm okay. Yeah, I can. I, I am. Um, you know, off the dating apps feels really nice. Just focusing Snaps on some. Early, yeah, thank you. It's. It's a little lonely at times, especially in these winter months, and it, things are getting, still, getting dark early. But uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, still single. I, I thought you were gonna say, and things are, getting darker. <laughs> actually think the days are getting longer truth like factually and you know around uh early march around my birthday is when we shift the clock so just counting that down we're end of january already it's kind of crazy how fast this month has gone um but journaling every day feels really great and being really on top of that i've been like saying i've been journaling every day and i haven't and like this month i've actually been journaling every day um which has been really helpful like like we want to like tell the world that we're journaling Mm -hmm. even when we're not journaling yeah like oh yeah like that's how i like stay on top of things and like keep a good mental health and and then like four days something i posted a video at the end of last year showing that these are all the books that I read in the year. And I did not read all those fucking books. I fucking wow. lied. I, I, I banged through quite a bit of those books. Like I read and, and some of them I did oh, finish. I'd I'm say like 70%. Uh-huh. Was there 70%. like a book or two that were there that for someone in particular, you know how sometimes you like post a story and you hope that sure. like crush of yours responds. Did you have a book I, or two? I had, there I had that... like the five love languages in there, which <laughs> I like. I did read, but I don't think I made it through all five love langu- languages. I think I made it through four. Um, and there was another book like The Artist's Way, which I've read before, but I didn't reread it entirely. 
there was a couple in there that I like posted. And I remember I posted the video and one of my friends, Luke, replied lol and another friend replied my friend jake was like like you're joking right because it was like <laughs> many books and i just need to come clean like i didn't read all those fucking books and it's okay why do you think you, why did you do that okay, I can't... honestly i i felt i was very in my feels in 2022 obviously um i felt that i turned a corner a little bit in terms of like my productivity and reading to me has always I've always had resistance to reading and and last year I really I I kind of broke that resistance down and I I was like proud of it so that was just my way you bought the books yeah I bought the books I did actually read a lot of those books and I can follow (laughs) up and show you exactly which ones I read cover to cover and I'm pretty sure it's 70 percent so, so all Alex, right, anyways, do you have a confession confession that you have? Is there anything oh recently gosh, that or that you've been saying lately that hasn't totally been your truth? Mm, this one comes to mind where I don't know, like some mornings <clears throat> I've been better lately, but let's say two thirds of the mornings I wake up and I like before I do anything and open my eyes, I say these things that are the most important things to me and I have a prayer and then I say something to the universe and I do those three things and it probably takes 90 seconds. The mornings that I don't do that, I scroll to the deepest hole of any social media and just it's and just 20 minutes later feel awful about myself, about the world. So I would say that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like two to three days a week. You're doing that. Um, the, the negative, the negative. Yeah. That's a, that seems fair. Yeah. That's a, that's a fair breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Two, I would say two to five. Yeah. Four to three, four to three, <laughs> two to five. No, days. no, no, no. <laughs> like four, the good one. And then three, just scrolling and yeah, ending up yeah, just yeah. in the weirdest place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I definitely noticed over the weekend. So I was I was at Sundance Film Festival and I noticed over the weekend that like anytime I was feeling lonely or anxious or like like it was it was a big event, like a lot of people out in public, you just like grab for your phone and you're just like, oh, let me just like check Instagram so I like feel cool and I don't like feel this moment of loneliness or this mm-hmm. moment of uncertainty of action of what I'm, like what I'm gonna do. And it's like, dude, just just fucking stand there. <laughs> Like yeah. you're fine. Nobody cares what you're doing. Yeah. Um. But I know. I'm no, sure you guys have I, I hear that. you with that. But I. I also think like I've been working on that too. Of just those moments of you know what, I'm gonna be okay. Awkward. Like I'm gonna just yeah. stand here. I'm just gonna stand here. Yeah. But it takes practice because I. I've, I felt myself mm-hmm. almost being like trigger happy with like my phone. And I would just be like, oh, okay. I can just like scroll on Instagram or I can check my email. And it's like, dude, just be present. It's hard. Yeah. When I was in Tahoe last week, uh, one of the guys that I was with, he lost his phone on the slopes. And so we were like watching some movie. He put on um, Winning Time, the HBO show about the Lakers, which was actually really good the first episode. And he like called me out like two or three times in the episode. He's like, dude, you just missed like one of the funniest parts. Like, or just because I was like on Twitter, it's like I got bored for a second and I'm just so habitually flipping like to my phone um and him not having it he was just you know like calling it out a bit more um and i was 
trying to be more self-aware about that. But yeah, there is something about like just being okay with looking up and making eye contact and right. who knows, like starting a conversation with someone or yeah, being okay, being a little awkward where you're not like scrolling and doing nothing mm-hmm. that really matters. That dopamine hit that you get that isn't even for you at that point. You're just trying to distract yourself. And and I really think that goes like well into the topic of today's episode, you know, trying to meet people in the wild, trying to meet women in the wild, not necessarily on dating apps. I know Jordan and I are off the dating apps. Alex is off the dating apps. Ah, how lonely are we feeling? <laughs> okay. Can, we do this so much. We do this. You know what? We didn't finish the round of. Uh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, say it, I so expose myself. Uh, that's <laughs> it gets thrown to me. We tangent, we tangent, and then we're we're off to the next subject. Alex. Oh, you salty duck. <laughs> uh I am uh I am not still single. <laughs> okay. That was that's so, awesome. Is that <laughs> not the way to do it? I don't know. That was that was good. It was like, yeah. Say more things. Tell us about it. What's love like, Billy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this is how I'll answer it. I'm also in therapy. And nice. I just had my first in person. I've had two sessions Ooh. virtual. In person, I just can't stop the voice that pops up in my head. Like, dude, you're sitting on a couch in therapy. Like, you're look, what are you like? This is such a thing. It's just like, do you know what I mean? It's just such a I'm on a couch. I don't know. It's such a like whatever the cliche is, I'm it to a T. But you're not like you laying down, down on like no, a I leather won't, but, couch. But the couch. Uh I didn't know where to sit on the couch. So I sat in the middle and the cushions kept going beep, and sinking uh-huh. in. So I kept like <laughs> thinking in and I kept like I felt like Larry David, like, what are you slipperiest couch here? Um, why I say that is I've brought this up before. Uh, I've matured in a lot of ways in my life the last like three years since I've been in a relationship, sobriety, like being more of a man that I feel I admire. I've noticed though that my romantic growth has not really been at par with the other growth and mainly just because I haven't been in that arena. I haven't had a long-term relationship. So parts of myself, I thought I outgrew, but they just didn't really get activated. So um, I will say like, I'm really glad and grateful and excited to be in therapy because it feels good to be aware of something, want to change it and maybe have an opportunity to change it. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's great. Um, speaking of therapists, I had a sexy dream that I slept with my therapist, but a, a female therapist. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought your therapist was a guy. He is a guy, but the, in the dream, it was like a, it was like a really attractive female therapist. She was, I remember, she was brunette. She kind of who did she remind me of? Oh, some actress. And like, I woke up and I was like, that was one of the hottest dreams I've ever had. She just got me. Rob instantly goes on like therapistfinder.com and just searching for a brunette therapist. Dude, somebody recently just told more me about trauma this. connection. Have you <laughs> yeah. heard of the Field app? Have you heard of Field? No. It's like a fetish app where you sign up. It's a dating app, but where you put your fetishes on and you're like, I'm really into this. And then somebody can like match based what, on fetishes. What would you write hypothetically? 
Uh, therapist. <laughs> um, actually, that's not one of my fetishes. I, I, I don't know. Do we want to go into fetishes? I didn't want to. You brought it up, man. You're on field.com talking about. <laughs> I'm not on field.com. I was just mentioning this field. This guy's Bobby Field. <laughs> Bobby Field over here. Um, all right. So I'll go. Uh, I am still single. And um, I was dating somebody for a little bit and that ended. Um, and I, I am off the dating apps, which feels really good. It's a, it's a nice cleanse. I've been saying like towards the end of last year, I was kind of like, maybe I'll just like get off the dating apps and just kind of like date somebody for a while. And unfortunately that ended, but bottom line is I feel good that I'm off the apps. I, you know, going back to this idea of like addicting, addictive like activity with your cell phone i i noticed that i was almost like constantly swiping or constantly trying to create new connections and keep up with so many different conversations while being on the dating apps mm -hmm. and having that that outlet gone and cease to exist almost feels like quitting a substance a little bit it feels like quitting smoking or like sure. quitting drinking and I'm like figuring out ways in those lonely moments where I'm like, okay, I can't message this girl that I was talking to on Hinge. It's like, you know, I reach out to a buddy or I reach out to friends or or whatever. And I will also say that I went into this weekend off the apps, kind of ending certain things. And I was just like open to like meeting somebody in the wild and like just connecting with somebody, you know, IRL, as mm -hmm. they say. And it and and it was it was nice. It it was great. What happened? Well, uh I was at a party. Heesh. And uh it was in a cabin. There was snow. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, I was at a party. I met somebody, we basically locked eyes and then found out that we were from like almost the same town from each other and just immediately hit it off. You're yada yadaing the good stuff. Give people a little bit more insight that, of what's happening. Like what is going on in your head that you, when you see this person and that the need to like approach them, because okay. yeah. it's like, for me, it's, it's one of those things of like, if you don't make moves in like five to 10 seconds, you're going to psych yourself out or something's going to happen or like you're okay. So, let me let me start over. So I go to a fancy UTA party. So I'm I'm feeling very cool. UTA is a talent agency. And I'm I show up there. I know the owner of the house that the party is in. We just had dinner together because he's a friend of a friend of the guy I was staying at. So I just I just like roll in and I'm like, okay, let's have some fun. Obviously, I'm sober. I grab a huge smart water and I'm just chugging smart water, walking around the <laughs> nice. party, making eyes at every single woman that's attractive. Uh, I end up seeing one of my buddies and he's talking to this, I think the cutest girl in the room. And I was just like, I immediately approach her and her friend and him and we start talking. And I think he was actually like kind of hitting on her. He, he probably was. He yeah, yeah, this this sounds about right. And, and Robbie came in with the death, you know, <laughs> destruction vision. I came in, I came in pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. And then I literally, within like, I don't know, a minute, he he goes and he gets her number. And as he's getting her number, I'm like, oh, you got to give me your number too. 
And what did your buddy say after this? Yeah. He laughed at me. He thought it was hilarious. He was not offended. Um <laughs> so okay, so so get the number, talk with her, talk with her friend. We've I, I find out that her and I are from the same hometown, um, like a town away from each other. And we're just vibing. And then I, you know, I leave, I take another lap and then the party's winding down and I just walk up to her while I'm leaving. I'm like, Hey, do you want to go to Tao? Which is where my friends were. And she's like, yeah, let's go. And I was just like, fuck yeah. Like I needed that kind of impulsive energy. You know, when you find that when you find yourself impulsive and a night out, and then you find somebody that can match that impulsive energy, it's really hot. It's like very Mm -hmm. attractive. So she was like, yeah, I'm in. Her friend was not in. Her friend wanted to go home because she had an early flight. And I found out like she skied all day during the day and had work meetings. And now she's like down to clown and go out. And I was like, this girl's cool. So yeah, then we split an Uber to Tao and danced our little faces off. You split an Uber. You didn't, Bobby, Bobby didn't pick up the Uber. She picked up the Uber. She was like, I have a corporate account. I want to, I, I got this. Okay. I love that. That's hey, Yeah. Yeah, love. I I feel really optimistic about this. It was it was honestly a a really good meet cute. Like it was a meet cute for the ages. And y'all danced. We danced all night. What is dancing look like? Morning. What what do you like? What kind of dancing are we doing? He's doing the dice thing too much. He's doing. (laughs) I have good moves. I have good rhythm. You know, I was I was wearing snow boots because it was Mm. you know (laughs) seventeen degrees outside. Um. And then the night ended with, uh, a, you know, just a nice goodbye. Great. Yeah. Double click on that. What What was that like? It was just a nice goodbye. It was like a goodbye. I'll, you know, talk to you in LA. And that's it. Are you going to talk to her? Yeah, 100%. I, I, I'm, I'm still stuck. Like the... I, I love the, the the boundaries of your friend talking and getting her number. It's and you absolutely being like, wild. Yeah, you As being someone like, who's you know experienced what? Experienced this firsthand. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. You know what? Give, give me that too. And for her to be like, okay, yeah, she gave me her number. I mean, look, if I'm zooming out, yeah, it's a little, it's a little aggressive, I guess. But that's like when I. If I connect with somebody and I'm interested, like there's to me, it's like, what's the big deal? You know, I'm just making that connection. I got one other number at the party too. Um, that was in the bathroom line, which is like not a sexy way to me, but it because it's also like you if you start talking to somebody in the bathroom line and it's a long bathroom line, like you're committed to that conversation. Yeah, you got to hold it, and you're both both, yeah, double entendre of holding it. Does does yeah. Tao does Tao, uh, listen to podcasts? Tao, yeah, I'm sure it was such a it was such a fun weekend. Well, my like, question is just, uh, can't wait for Still Single to do its thing, for one of her friends to listen to this episode and be like, Rachel, did you meet a guy who wore snow boots on the dance floor? Speaking of that, yeah. I, I don't know. I think we should start prefacing our episodes in the intro being like, if you are actively dating Rob, Jordan, or Alex, please do not listen to Still Single, the podcast. 
it's like it's literally like reading somebody's journal or like looking at somebody's phone. Well, like, going yeah, it, it feels as though we're like it feels therapeutic, you know, going back to Alex's yes. thing, and we're hitting publish on it. Right. Because I forget because we have talks like this. I know. Normally. Yeah. But that's and what I, makes this so great and so approachable. I, well, please I've share been, this podcast with people for crying out loud. Share it with everyone in <laughs> your phone book our right now. But this. also, <laughs> also, I've been finding that I'm like, I don't want to say like I'm blacking out what we talk about, but people being like, like two days from now, people being like, hey, what did you guys talk about on the podcast? And I'm like, I have no memory of what we spoke of on like you know it's just I, I do it and then continue with we have it in just like a, a place that it's come here be present say your truth and and then kind of dip and <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly like last episode you know we recorded it a couple weeks ago two and a half weeks ago mm-hmm. um and we took the quiz and we asked ourselves like would you are we dateable and i you know i i <laughs> basically said no Mm. and somebody that i was dating her friend listened to the podcast and then told her friend hey he said he's not ready so be careful and look it's all it's it is what it is it's reality what happened we we're not seeing each other anymore which is tough respect her position i totally respect her position if that's where you're at in your search for love or where you want to be, that's totally fine. And she totally respected my position. It was, I think the bottom line is like, at first I was a little defensive um, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like being my vulnerable self. Like I'm just being real, you know? And I think the delivery wasn't that cool. She basically just screenshotted a text from a friend. Right. And sent it to me. I think we're all also like of a similar belief where, we're quirky guys, right? We we've all got a little bit of uh, we're, we're you know we're a little goofy. We got a little we're, we're a little nutty. If someone's going to be on board with us, I I don't know. I I think like this person, if she got so turned off by you simply being honest about where mm-hmm. you're at, and granted, it's on a dating podcast, which like that's a big bite off for someone to be okay with that. Totally, but they're not the right person for you if they can't be cool with that and be cool with you sharing with your Bro, besties. You and I years ago did yeah, yeah, a yeah. two week challenge where uh, we video chatted nonstop for right. two weeks. So for our listeners, world record holder, actually, Alex and I set a world yeah. record for the longest uninterrupted video chat. Do you have that framed? Do you have the like, get it somewhere? Yeah. Well, we have like so, a newspaper article. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, the the reason I'm bringing it up is I remember when we were in development for that TV show and I told Noel, I was like, I'm I'm going to do this thing with Weber. She's like, how long? I'm like 14 days. She's like, you're going to go to Chicago for 14 days. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, all right. <laughs> like, sounds good. You know, she was in she was it. So, she, she came over to my place and we had, uh, you know, like the double date thing. Yeah. And she was always so supportive and just always like, you know, she knew that I was like a dreamer and creative and wanted to just be, I don't know, be myself. Yeah. And even when I beat up on myself, she'd be like, no, 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 you're good. So I don't know. I'm, I am definitely looking for that in, in my next partner. No question. I think that's such a powerful quality just because we are very aspirational people and we also can be our own worst enemies 
So I think to have that voice of compassion and encouragement and like, you're good. Um, yeah. Cause I think we're always trying to prove ourselves in the world, do better, make more, make a bigger impact, make cooler things. So I think just to feel like enough and validated and seen in the present is huge. Yeah. I mean, that's like how you get a partnership. That's like a ride or die. How did we get into this? This is good stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's one more thing I want to bring up. Um, I was listening to Matthew Hussey um, and they were talking, uh, they were talking about just like generally dating and this quote stood out to me um, like it really was just like a, it was probably like a 45 minute hour podcast and you know you go in and out listening and whatever and he like said this and i was like wait 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 let me i gotta rewind this did i hear this correctly this is crazy and so he goes there's no way of dating without hurting people's feelings the second someone likes someone else more than you do you've hurt their feelings And as the sensitive one of the podcast, as we've established, um, it, yeah, it was really jarring to hear that because that's, that's what you hear a lot, or at least like, that's the explanation is like the people that you like, don't like you back. And the people that like you, you're not interested in. And it's this like cat and mouse game that takes place when dating, like this struggle of finding that mutual, I'm about this person as much as they're about me. Mm. And and I'm quiet because it's hitting so hard. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, I also read this book um, recently and it is called, let me bring this up real quickly. I should, I should probably know the name of the book that I'm like reading in the moment, but it's the four agreements. Oh yeah. Rob probably read that in uh, in his year of reading. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. I should have asked you about that. Yeah, Um, definitely read that in the last year. And one of the four agreements is don't take things personally. Like their behavior is because of them, not because of you. And, and so reminding that because like there have been like breakups or thing, you know, even if it's like light dating where like things end where you, you, you're reevaluating your life. You're like, well, I'm not tall enough. I'm not like making enough money. I'm not like organized enough, like shit like that, that, that pops up that might be as we're saying here of like, are we even dateable for ourselves, our behaviors um, aligned. I mean, I I think rejection in dating is something that I, I really didn't experience that much in my youth, like in my like teens and twenties, it was kind of like, I, I do remember when I was really little, like girls, I was just like a chubby little kid and I just did not get girls attention, but I just remember it stung so bad. Like it really, mm-hmm. I remember thinking yeah, like, right. I am useless or like I'm worthless because the cool girl didn't think I was cool. And, you know, thankfully confidence has been built in me uh, over my life. Um, but there's still so many moments of insecurity that I have to like fight through. And in this chapter of my life, I'm trying to learn to like hold myself with the level of confidence that I had when I was with Noel, when I had just this babe smoke show wife, supportive, you know, loving, awesome person. 
and hold that level of confidence that I had while she was in my corner, which is very hard. And I may never actually reach that level again, but it's something I strive for. That was deep. Jordan, what do you got? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know, bro. That's... uh. Oof. I hope that you experience it again. I hope we all experience, you know, a lot of time feeling that. And uh, I hope that that confidence can come internally as well, maybe. Um. Yeah, but going back to what you said, I mean, it's it's so tough. Uh, it just hurts when you get rejected by anyone. And I've even noticed in myself, like micro rejections, little things, I'm very like the wound from maybe upbringing or whatever is so deep that I feel it. You know, even in just like little things that happened that I internalize as like rejection. Uh but it's so tough, especially in dating, when you cross that line where you genuinely have feelings for someone, when it's not just like, oh, you like them and there could be something, but you cross that line and you they're in you're, they're in your heart a little bit, or yeah. you've let them in, and then it happens. Maybe they're into someone else, or they don't see a future and it ends. Mm -hmm. It I don't know if it, you know, I said this, I was a guest on this like dating. This is, this is like back in 2020. I was a guest on this dating kind of summit uh, event community thing. And I had one good line in the whole thing. But I do think it applies here is that they're not saying no to all of you. They're only saying no to the part of you they saw. So maybe there's a lot more of you that- That, that still hurts. <laughs> That yeah. still hurts. Maybe maybe the line was different. The line just like when I said it at that thing, it just slapped. I like I like that too though. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you so much. Like because you could be in different uh stages of your life. And so if they're catching you at a stage where you know you're not being fully present or you're dealing with other stuff, like it still hurts because they they are saying no to you, but they're you know, especially on the front end, you don't get to show yourself all the way. Like it's always frustrating. And another thing that I heard recently in a Matthew Hussey podcast was that like, give someone three dates. That's when you can really know, like, you know, it's always like hurtful or, or like off putting where after the first date where I was like, that was fun. Like that wasn't the greatest time that I ever had, but like there was, you know, something there. And I get, you know, the way that people are dating these days where it's a zero to hundred game where it's, unless I feel this, like you're my person, you're my soulmate or whatever, like people are looking for in that sense. And I struggle with that logic of thinking to, to give people more chance and opportunity. And if someone shows you who they are on the front end, kind of believe them. Mm -hmm. But, but um, yeah. Three dates it, is it, a lot. Sure. So uh, my mom always I, I, says go on three dates. She's like, go on three dates, give her three dates. And I mean, there are people that, you know, you, you meet and you go, there, there's just no way there's no yeah. second date. Right. And I, I don't know if the, if three dates for the no way person gets that, but 
I do want to, I, you know, going back to this idea of like meeting somebody in the wild versus meeting on a dating app. It's like, I don't know what it is about our, like our senses. And I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but like our senses are just heightened in the wild in, you know, in real life versus like through an app, like your brain has almost painted a picture. So I don't know. I just haven't, I, I mean, obviously I haven't been like blown away by a dating app connection, but I mean, that's not true. Cause then it's like there, I have met some incredible women on dating. You apps got engaged to someone. <laughs> I, I know. And I, I was, I was, <laughs> I was genuinely blown away by her. I, I was, I, I think in so many, in so many ways, she, she like made sense. And I, I was really excited about it. I mean, obviously I wouldn't have gotten engaged. If I wasn't really excited about funny. It. You said it. I haven't really hit it off with anybody. from a dating Well, you know, I'm fucking, I'm nuts. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. obviously nuts and like, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I've just, I'm kind of excited for this year without the dating apps. Like hopefully I really hope you guys hold me to it. Yeah. Um, because it, it is, there's a relief. I don't know why there's, there's just a bit a of a peace of mind I've experienced and, and, you know, in the seasons I haven't had it where you're just like, you know what, I'm living life. I'm not checking this thing five times an hour. Uh, yeah. and if I meet someone, I meet someone. I also in like seasons of life when I've done that, I don't know. I had a little bit more excitement of like going to the grocery store or going to the coffee shop or just because you're like, maybe, maybe right and there's something like very sexy about it and exciting so jay do you think you'll stay off the dating apps yeah i would like to i agree with you there is like a an addictive element like you're i'm i'm past the point of like opening and expecting to check it at this point like, you know how when you're on it so often and you're just like, it's part of the rotation of apps that you open up. Um, it's at least removed from there, um, from that like mindset. Um, and going back to it being like, you know, being still single and um, remove like removing that need to go out and like drink or like finding ways to be like, hey, I need to work from a coffee shop. I need to go... Let me go to the mall and just like walk around. Let me go do something like to get me outside of the house to hopefully meet. The intention isn't to meet people. It's to like keep my morale high and like get me out of my house. But also like when that, you know, if something happens of a connection or the need to to say hello to someone like that excitement. I, the, the weather is interesting because people are a, a bit more bunkered down. Uh, in the winter sure. out here with it being cold and snowy. Yeah. So I do have a question um, yes. if, you, if you guys are ready. More than anything. This is from Santa Barbara Mama. Hey guys, question. I think I'm finding myself in a place that you've all found yourselves in, not being content being single. I got divorced and moved into my own place this summer. And while I've been on a steady stream of dates, most okay, like all, only want an FWB situation. What's an FWB situation? Friends with benefits. Friends with bad. Okay, got it. Got it. I'm thinking the fact that I have three daughters plays into me not being relationship material for a lot of guys. So I need and want to be content. I want to be happy being me, even if that means I'm single for a short time or a long time. I don't want to look back on the time I spent single because let's face it, someday some man will be wise enough to snatch me up. Yes, he will. 
and see that it was filled with anxiety, just looking for my next relationship to feel fulfilled. I want to fulfill myself and I want to model that self-love and contentment for my daughters. So how did you all get there? Is it something you can do alone or does it require therapy? You guys are amazing. Oh, that's a nice word. Um, love you, Mindy. Um, honestly, how do you all get there? Is it something you can do alone or does it require therapy? I mean, I, I guess she's asking like, how can you be content being single? And I'll speak from, from my experience right now, like getting off the dating apps. I downloaded the dating apps like a month and a half after Noel died. Like I was like, okay, I guess I'm ready. I remember I went to a, a wedding. I hooked up with a bridesmaid who was a friend and I was like, I guess I'm back. I like, that's what it was. I was just like, I, I guess this is it now. And I remember we, we did sleep together and I remember feeling so anxious afterwards. I had like literal PTSD. And I'm not like being dramatic. That literal feeling of PTSD has stayed with me all through my dating over the last three years. Like that feeling of, oh my God, this isn't it, or this isn't the person, or this isn't the same mm. person. So obviously I have a nuanced experience. I was married. I was with somebody, but like Mindy, you were married. So um, I don't know. I, I really tip my my cap to my therapist, not the one I sleep with in my dreams. Sure, my sure, sure. Actual, <laughs> my actual male therapist. Did, did um, you get that same PTSD feeling? So obviously you didn't in the dream. Oh, in the dream? No, yeah. it was very calming. It was like she like understood me. I've been having a lot of dreams lately. And I've been I've been journaling them. That's great. Me yeah. too. Your, your male therapist helps you with that? I with mean, my dreams? No, with uh what you were saying a beat ago. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he calls me on my shit all the time. Like before I went to Sundance, I sat down with him and I was like, Yeah, man, life is good. Like everything's good. Cause I was like kind of like starting something new. And he's like, Are you sure? <laughs> like are you sure everything's good? And I remember leaving so bummed out. But now that I reflect on it, it's like he's, you know, he was right. It, it's that masking that we all kind of do. Because I've done that too with with you guys, even on the podcast or even with my therapist where it's like, hey, man, how are you? You're like, I'm good, man. I, yeah. Things are good. Like, and then you like start talking more and more. It's like, dude, you're not okay. Like yeah. you could just say it. It's all right. Yeah. And Webs, you got something to say. No, just, I mean, it's so true. I think we want to be good. So if we have like a nibble of an opportunity to be good, you know, I think we're excited. And I, you genuinely having talked to you last week, Rob, you seemed good. <laughs> um, and then also you called me after the therapist and you're like, I am no longer good. I am not good anymore. He put, he put me into a bit of a spiral. I'm not going to lie, but it, it was it was tied with like a new relationship or like a new potential for relationship that I was like, okay, this could be it. And I, I noticed I like future trip a lot. Sure. And that's something I need to like really work on. Um because yeah, because that one's over. So um so, so maybe I hope that helps. I think it's also like taking on hobbies, right? Of just like things that you can do that are like what makes you happy? Is it riding your bike? Is it painting? Is it watching a TV show that's like both scripted or not scripted? Is it journaling? Is it reading a book? Is it just things that you can like kind of dive into that 
that give you warmth or give you light. Like I know yeah. I was having like an anxious experience uh, two weeks ago and I just busted out a, a canvas that I had and started painting. Granted, it was not a good painting and I need to like start over and that's okay. But like for that moment, I needed to put my mind towards an activity that I know that I love doing and like gives me a little escapism. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to run with what Jordan's saying too. Cause it's like two things. One, I have probably been someone who tries to stay busy to avoid sadness and I know that that hasn't really served me. And I, I actually feel like, and my therapist actually said it, I went to see her today. She's like, you seem sad. And I was like, I, I you know, and I've, I've been kind of getting that feedback and I feel like I need to just like cry sometime, but I, I don't know how to do it. I've literally been thinking about this of like going and like getting a cabin and just being like, this is my cry night and, and just doing it. Um, but you know, so much of what Jordan was saying there too. And like Mindy, if I'm hearing correctly, is like, we want love. So Jordan's saying like, do things that give you love. And I would also say like, try to be around people that give you love. Maybe that's a friendship. Maybe that's like a family member. Maybe that's self-love. Maybe that's faith, God, spirituality. And I would just say, try to spend more time with love, even if it looks different than romantic. I also want to say like, you know, Mindy, your question, you talk about feeling anxious being single and you don't want to look back on this time being like, why was I so anxious? I experienced the exact same thing. I I'm obviously not a divorcee, but I'm a widower. Like I was married. I had this whole life. I have a child. Like I, I understand where you're coming from. And you're like, well, am I ever going to be happy again? Am I ever going to have somebody to love me and love my ch child or children? Like, and I guess the only answer I can say is like surrender, you know, and, and surrender to this process of, of, uh, of dating and, and surrender to this idea that like you are good enough and somebody will come and match and snatch you up as you, as you put it, uh, which I, I have to remind myself of that too, because you, like when I was on the dating apps, I was very much like seeking, you know, trying to find somebody and, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a place now where I'm like, all right, it's going to come. And there's a little bit of relief there. We don't chase, we attract. That's right, baby. For someone to see all of you. That's right. The whole package. This was Pun not intended. Well, again, we want to um, we want to say thanks to Maria Shriver and uh, the Sunday Paper for posting about our podcast. It's our first little piece of press. So again, thank you so much. And uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some guests on. We're going to have some female guests uh, who are dating, who are single, and we're going to try and get some new perspectives on the podcast. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And as always, you can... Um, Follow the three of us on Instagram. I'm at I am Rob Moore. Alex is I'm at I'm Alex Weber. And Jordan is at Jordan Kahana. I changed my handle. Over, I did over love that change, man. I loved that. Yeah. I'm I'm we're no Rob Michael Moore. It's I am Rob Moore. So yeah, you are. Yeah, okay. the beastie is. Um, and then please follow us on uh Instagram and YouTube and TikTok at We Are Still Single. We've got a lot of mm -hmm. video content that's coming out. You can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. And, the next uh, change can it be more of Rob? 
Yeah, more of Rob <laughs> is kind of fun too. Do that. Do that next in like next quarter when that that happens for you. I was thinking about it. I've changed my handle maybe five or six times over <laughs> my lifespan, but uh, that's a little window. I like. I am Rob Moore. I love it. I'm. I'm sticking. You to are. It. You are Rob Moore. I am Rob Moore. So so just give it a week. Give it a week. Oh, Do you think you'll see Sundance Lady again? Sundance Lady? Um I I hope so, yeah. I maybe I'll text her right now. Text her right now. What should I say? Hey, recording this uh podcast about dating. Hey, I'm recording um, a podcast called Still Don't Single. listen to it. Yeah, don't ever listen to it. We're talking about you. <laughs> I am not listen. ready to date. Would you like to date? <laughs> um, no, I think I think I am in a good place. Ah. Uh, final thought? I think we're all in a good place. You know what I said to my therapist today? I, I feel like we need a splashboard of like, you know, when words get said and they get bigger. Have you ever seen one of those animations? Like yeah. the more times a word gets said, like therapy would be a big one here. Uh, not ready to date, rejection. These would all be big buzzwords for our episode. Insecurity. I said to the therapist today at the end of it, which I'm still like getting to know her. It's only been three and I still have that little bit of me that's like, I, I keep saying this of like, I, I don't know, like wanting, not like wanting her to like me, but you know, I'm like, I know I'm coming in hot and heavy with all my bad stuff. Like, uh, I'm not a monster, uh, but I said at the end of it, I was like, you know what? I, I want to say this. Yes, there's like tougher things happening and there are some things that aren't awesome or causing pain or all that. But I was like, you know what? I'm incredibly grateful because all of this is still in the realm of good stuff. You know mm. what I mean? And I, I, you know, knock on all the woods, please God, no jinxing. A lot of what we're all talking about is still in the realm of good stuff, even if it's challenging right. or there's some pain. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, that's a beautiful perspective. That's like the gratitude muscle of just like, because your your mind can flip to victimhood, pretty. Or I shouldn't say your. My mind can flip to victimhood, whereas when I operate from gratitude, I'm like, holy shit! Like I just did this, or I'm doing this. Like there's there's more power in that. Should we just keep talking for two hours? <laughs> I miss you well, guys. Let's do the live show. I I'm down for the live show. Sure. Maybe I don't think it, no, no one's not down for the live show. We'll, we'll, once again, these are conversations that need to happen <laughs> offline. You guys are like, that's right. We're recording. We're recording. All right. That's, a, that's all for today. We'll see you guys next week. We love you.